0: Welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your host Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. Hey Vicky. Hey Rachel. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Um, so today's episode. It's about a
1: syndrome <laughs> that I want to tell you about.
0: All right. So I'm, I is, can't wait to hear about this. It new syndrome. It is called
1: E-C-S. 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 ECS. ECS. And many E-C-S. of the offices that you and I have been in and still continue to go in, are suffering from ECS.
0: ECS. Okay. ECS is. What does that mean?
1: Empty chair syndrome. Oh. <laughs> I
0: love that. Okay,
1: obviously I made that up.
0: Yeah. Okay, no, so that's I made it awesome.
1: up. But this is what we hear most of our offices complain about.
0: For sure. You know, Definitely one of the biggest complaints. We go either. in
1: and talk about production, how to increase production, and we look at the barriers for, for getting to those numbers. And more often than not, it is, you know, how we've got, we don't have patients in the chairs. Yeah. Um, I recently read an article uh, It said that adults are not visiting the dentist and no one knows why. And that that's kind of a catchy title. I thought, you know, yeah. what's that about? And how can we not pinpoint what it is and basically it said the percentage of adults who said they visited the dentist in the past year had remained flat for several years. Um, It said which should lead us to rethink how adult, how we get adults, particularly younger adults into dental chairs. And it got me to thinking, you know how we always talk about the bubble. Mm -hmm. The bubble. Many of our offices, you know, they know the bubble. Um, Oftentimes we think about the bubble as being attitude and yes, absolutely, you can control your attitude. But when I see an article that says that they're not coming to the dentist and we don't know why, you know, that kind of leads you to think, oh, well, too bad. We can't fix it. Let's just twiddle our thumbs and hope they show up. Right. That leads me to think about the bubble and putting your focus on those things that you can control. Mm-hmm. So what part about this problem can we as healthcare providers Um, take control of and do something about. And I don't think it's a one, I don't think it's the one one thing that we do.
0: No way. It's got to be a combination of everything. Sure, sure. But everything that we do can definitely help with that. I mean, you know, we've said this before, there's no magic wand here, but um, at the end of the day, if everyone's focused on keeping keeping those uh, chairs full and Focusing on uh, not suffering from E C S. That's right. Yes, that's true. Then you can start seeing these changes. Yeah. you know, it's not yeah. going to happen overnight, but everything you do is going to help.
1: Right. This had me thinking. You know, what are those things we can do? And first, I think is are we doing all we can to to create loyalty among our patients? To create right. them, you know, the the value for the, that appointment that makes them want to come back. Um, I think one of those things is, you know, if we are only offering what insurance covers, assuming that no one else wants anything insurance doesn't cover, I think that's something that we can control. You know, granted they may want it, they may not, but we've got to have the verbiage and the preparedness. I think to be able to make an offering, so have it
0: available too. Sure, you know, keep these cool tools and products in your office. Right,
1: yeah. What are you doing differently? What are you doing that makes them want to to come into your practice? Um, Another thing is, are are you asking for referrals? Yeah. We've talked about this in previous episodes, I know, and I will often ask, you know, I'll see all these contest posters and things throughout the office and prizes even, and I'll ask the question, who's asking for referrals? It's, mm-hmm. so, oh, yes, we asked for referrals, and then I'll go around the room and no one has asked for a
0: referral that whole day. Right. They so, all assume that someone else has maybe done absolutely. it. Absolutely. So there's not really a system for that Um, You know, this reminds me, I had a uh, phone call with, um, it was an uh, an assistant team leader. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and she was saying how, um, you know, they haven't been hitting their incentives and everyone's kind of getting frustrating and this, that, and the other. And, you know, and I, my first question was, and and it ties into this because I think it's all filtering through this, was, I said, well, what are your, what are your new patient numbers? Right? Because if you don't have the, new patient numbers aren't where they're going to be. You're not going to have people in your chair. Absolutely. So how are you as an assistant, how are you guys, I mean, you, you've you got to it have is, bodies in your chair. It's
1: directly related. Everything right. is and directly so, related. Sure. And
0: so we had a good conversation about that and, and I told her, it's like, you know, who's asking for referrals and who's, to, I mean, we can't just rely on the people answering the phones and their marketing alone. Right. It's it sure. everyone's job in the sure. office to keep those patients coming you know, keep getting new patients through the door. And
1: these are going to be people who have a better relationship with you already just through someone else who's had a good, right. a good time in your, a good experience in your office than, say, the person who just Googles you. Exactly. You know, that, yeah. that, that you're just one in a list of many if, you, if you're if you relying on those. But you've got to ask. You, you do. To, and
0: you know. so, I, you know, I told this um, team leader, I'm like, you guys as team leaders need to get together, and maybe your game plan is – Focus more on how do we get more new patients and mm-hmm. what active role do I have in, sure, in my sure, team? Sure, And start thinking a little bit more outside the box on that. Absolutely. Because uh, at the end of the day, like they're, you know, they don't have bodies in the chair. It's going really to be really tough. You can't be productive. No, can. absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You and that's a good thing. You know, what are those marketing things that you can do? Are you actively you know, thinking of, we talked about the bubble. What can you do? What can we do differently? What right. What have we done in the past? Have we tracked that? Have we seen where we get our results? Do more of that if you've got good results. Right. If not, brainstorm.
0: You yeah, know? and I think assistants and hygienists are great people to brainstorm with a marketing director on some sure. great ideas, some specials that they can right. run that's going right. to help, you know, bump up that production. And then also um, hopefully get some new new patients out absolutely. of that too. Absolutely. So,
1: and that brings us to, obviously, we're the, the new patient company. We want to get new patients in your office. Right. So is is your front desk well trained to answer those phone calls when they come in? Right. You yeah, because you do all
0: the marketing you want in the world. If, and if you don't have your your people trained on the phones, absolutely, you are literally flushing dollars down the drain. Right. I mean, that's, sure, that's sure. it, you know,
1: um, which, is, which is doubly expensive because you put all of that dollars into the marketing, if it's if it's being if it's being wasted and then you're still not making production i mean you know it's it's a oh, combination yeah. of everything you could actually so. be
0: losing money Absolutely. on a on yeah. a new patient people sure. don't think about that sure um, i also think having them trained on how to handle those cancellation calls right I, you know and i know i when i i used to be a, a practice manager and this is before I had any training. I mean, mm-hmm. I went from being a hygienist to being a. Pri- I didn't know anything about that at that time. I'm like, all right, well, I'll give this a go. Uh, but I, rem- I kind of cringe when I think about how I used to uh, let people just kind of get off the phone. Sure. And- yeah, not knowing what I know now.
1: But we put a smile on our face, you yeah. can hear it in a voice Okay, Miss Jones, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, you just give you us just a call nice back when it works and, for you. Yeah. And the whole time you're thinking, Oh, how am I gonna now get that appointment an oh, hour yeah. from now? I filled. Many
0: days staying yeah. late just trying to get the Sure get someone to fill that spot. Sure. You know, and, and we've talked had about, I just had a little bit of leverage, some tools underneath my belt, yeah. I mean there's a good chance I could have somehow managed to get that patient Absolutely. to stay.
1: So. Um, I, I you know, I'm that good little girl who doesn't want to make anybody feel bad. So if you came to me and said, are you sure you need to cancel this? Because at this point, I don't have time to keep, you know, to fill this appointment. You probably could have guilted me into staying, Yeah, you know. Um, granted, and I not think gonna... a lot
0: of people you can because it's just how you say it.
1: Sure. Well, I think the message has been put so many times before is it's okay if you cancel here. We handle it with a smile and just right. let you get off the hook and we don't ask you. And so it must be okay if we cancel at that office because they never seem to say anything about right. it and they get me right back in when I, you know. Oh, yeah. And so if you change your approach to that, you may not mm-hmm. win them all. But you, at least a conversation is there where you may be able to make them see that this, this appointment is more valuable or important than perhaps right.
0: that. And I always say, too, maybe it doesn't work that time and they still can't come for whatever reason. But it's definitely going to train them yeah. and make them think twice about doing that again. And, and,
1: Rachel, I've been in so many offices that have said, we tried that, not really sure if it would work. And it really did. We were able to salvage some of those appointments. So... Doing something differently than you've always done has got to be at least a direction to go when you're trying to solve a problem like this one.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, so I also think, too, just making it convenient for them to to do business with you. Oh, sure. I mean, I can't yeah. tell you like how many times it just seems like we, we make it so difficult for a patient to want to buy something. right. Right. Why does it have to be so difficult? Yeah.
1: Biblical? You know, there's all these rules, or we yeah. only do this, or this is our policy. Yeah. Or I had patients who had been patients of mine for years that would come in and would have gotten orthodontics somewhere else and said, oh, I didn't know y'all did braces. Yeah. And I am th- you know, i just want to go pound my head against a wall and thinking, how did we miss out on yeah, that? Yeah, we really
0: dropped the ball you know, on that. Because
1: you've heard me mention before, I'm in a really small town. If you go elsewhere for anything, it's at least a 40-mile drive. Right. And so... Uh, if it were orthodontics, that means that every, at least once a month, they've got to get the kid out of school early, drive them 40 miles in one direction. Oh, Whereas, and that was one thing that was so nice about sort of our office being a one stop shop, was that we did do. You know, uh, some orthodontics in our practice that, uh, but there was other things too. I had people come out with a crown and I'm thinking, no, we never talked about you wanting something cosmetic here. Yeah. You know, did I drop the ball on that? How did yeah. I not know? How did they not know that that's something that we could do here? Yeah. So I think we, we often will, will not make our patients aware of all the things that we have to offer.
0: Right. Um, I know I've heard uh, Jay say this at doctors one time, but he said you should be giving a hand mirror to every single patient. And just saying, you know, tell me what you'd like to change about your smile. Sure. What do you not like about it? And yeah. People will start pointing things out. And a lot of times they're, they're little, they're simple cosmetic fixes. Well, you've probably
1: heard my story about Miss Betty and the $4,000 that I very quickly sold her on crowns uh, at 80 years old or whatever it was. Because I got up the courage enough to ask and not yeah. be afraid I was going to hurt her feelings. And yeah. she she jumped right in and did it the same day. Yeah. So... Um, it was something she wanted and that she actually needed as well, but I'd never thought to offer it before, and I thought, well, she's in a dental office, why? she'd ask us if she wanted it, but I think right. we need to be proactive about, about that.
0: I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, this all, to me, just kind of comes back into creating value in your practice. Yeah, everything so we've talked about and everything we talk about in pretty much every episode is some sort of way that you can create value, whether it's through your verbiage, whether it's for the products you're offering um, everything, right? The service. It's it's,
1: it's standing out. We want you to be different from everyone else. Everyone else is going to just do the best they can to get by. Yeah. They may not be investing in, in, in what is a better way to say this. They may not be brainstorming those things. And that's going to be how you overcome this problem, at least to a certain extent by being different than everyone else, having the verbiage plan, having the, making it easy to do business, all those things we talked about.
0: Um, one other thing we haven't talked about, I just want to point out too, is, um, you talk going back to making it convenient Mm -hmm. is being available too. Sure. So um, I recently decided to do some acupuncture Mm -hmm. and um, I was calling, you know, going down my phone, going down the phone book Uh and uh, looking at referrals. And I just left not a single person that I called, answered the phone by the way, and I called five of them. Oh. But I ended up going to the one that called me back first. Oh yeah. And I couldn't help but thinking, man, I need to go into a business of I need to own my own I keep. I don't know if sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure I don't know if I can do that. But <laughs> Well, I mean, you've done other things. You've already admitted that you didn't know anything about. <laughs> I didn't know anything about. But I was thinking, gosh, man, if I just could help these people just by simply answering sure. the phone. Sure,
1: right, yeah, just yeah. Just pick
0: yeah. up the phone when they call. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Just it's it's it a, no-brainer. Business, it yeah. Like a no-brainer. But
0: it sounds like a no-brainer. I don't know how many times I call offices and get a recording. Yeah. And, and Rachel, honestly,
1: I'm probably not going to leave a message yeah. because um, I figure they're probably going to call me. I know my schedule's kind of crazy. They're going to yeah. call me back at a time that's not convenient for yeah. me. We're going to play phone tag. Yeah. So I'll just wait and maybe I'll call them back later.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're suffering from ECS, yeah. I got to tell you, first thing you need to do is are you missing calls? Because yeah. if you are missing calls, and yeah. then, then there's a good chance that you are you've got some ECS going on. Uh,
1: right. And follow maybe you should, if you if you list that you have a phone number and that phone number goes to an answer machine yeah. is there anyone monitoring that answer machine because recently I've called an office I was wanting an appointment about a week away I was going to have some time off around the holidays or something and and I was I was I was interested in doing a pretty high dollar procedure I never heard a word back Never, heard, never heard
0: back. Never, yeah.
1: And so, and then decided, okay, well, now I'm talking myself out. It was, a you know, I do a lot of things on the spur of the moment. Yeah. So at the time I made the phone call, had they answered the phone, I would have done that and jumped right in. Yeah. No one ever called me back. By that time, the, the moment had passed. Yeah. It already I was, passed. yeah You'd already I'd kind of your forgotten about it. I was heading yeah. to the airport. No, I never heard. I said, they never called me back. So, you know, make sure, and I've heard that recently that, that someone said, oh, wait, nobody checks that. So, you know, if you've got someone, if you're, if you have patients who are able to leave a message somewhere, but no one's checking that, that's just kind of another slap in the face that we're either way too busy to do business with you or you don't matter or what, you know?
0: It sounds like common sense. It does.
1: It really does. (laughs) But it
0: happens all the time. But
1: it does. And I get that because I know these offices are are very busy and, you know, and, but busyness is not always a good excuse for...
0: No, it's not. So yeah, check your phones, people. That's all I can say. If you've got, if you've got... uh, Empty chair syndrome. It, I guarantee you, there's some issues do going on. With all your phone. you can to yeah. make sure that you yeah. take
1: advantage of every opportunity.
0: So um, cool. Well, I love this. Uh, I like your your little acronym there for empty chair <laughs> yes, syndrome. Yes, I, I thought cute. that's not kind of what I thought about
1: with this. But I thought you know the point of this too is don't listen to all the gloom and doom that you'll see on in the media or whatever. We do have um, some options, I think. You know, mm-hmm. I think if we take control of this situation. But again, it's the one I hear most commonly. and I know you do too. We go into offices all the time. So.
0: All the time. So, yeah, I just encourage our listeners, you know, evaluate if this is an issue in your office. And, you know, again, we hear this all the time. Mm -hmm. So sit down with your team and get a game plan. You know, evaluate your phones. Talk about some things that you can do to up your level of service that's going to create this experience that will keep your patients wanting to come back and refer and all that other right. wonderful stuff that's right. going to keep bodies in your chair. So at the end of the day, you can't produce if you don't have a body in that's your chair. That's true. That's right. <laughs> so we, we appreciate you listening to this episode. Uh, be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. And um, as always, we love hearing from you. So you can email us at hpl at And until next time, stay, stay educated. educated.